TED Audio Collective. It's TED Talks Daily. I'm your host, Elise Hugh. Oslo, Norway is on its way to becoming an emissions-free city. In her 2022 talk from the TED Countdown London session, climate bureaucrat Heidi Sorensen sheds light on how the city's doing it in creative ways and connects Oslo's ambitious work to a better way of life for its people. That's coming up after a sponsor message. Hello, let me start by showing you a construction site in my home city of Oslo. Did you hear something unusual? Indeed, the noise. The noise you hear was from the kindergarten nearby, not from the machineries. The machines were electric, and so were the trucks that transport materials to and from the site. As head of the climate agency in Oslo, the Kloster Enga construction site is a climate measure I'm really excited about. The workers here are opening a stream that has been confined in pipelines for more than 120 years. And as climate change in Oslo, we are likely to experience more heavy rain. So we need to improve our stormwater runoff system. And opening creeks and rivers will help the city to become more resilient and avoid flooding, as well as creating nicer areas and contributing to biodiversity in the city. Klosterenga is close to being a zero-emission construction site run by the city of Oslo. And running zero-emission sites is just one example of the Oslo climate strategy. Oslo's climate measures has given the city cleaner air, less noise, safer and more human-centered streets. Some of the measures were controversial when first introduced, but now a majority of the population thinks, even those who are not that concerned about climate change, thinks that we are creating a better city. For too long, discussions about climate change has been about sacrifice. I am here to tell you that climate solutions actually makes better city and a better quality of life for everyone. This is only the first of five lessons we have learned on our journey to become an emission-free city. And I think this lesson can be implied almost anywhere. So I like to share them. So lesson number one, confronting climate change is about creating better cities and better quality of life for everyone, including those kids in the kindergarten that don't have to share their days with noisy escalators. The second lesson is about being ambitious. In 2015, the City Council set a target of reducing greenhouse gas emissions by 95% by 2030 without purchasing any carbon offsets, so aiming for real reductions. Commitment to this goal change of a mindset. If we were going to reach its target, every department had to get active, figure out measures and 
finding out how to implement them. So second lesson, be ambitious. A target measured in years, not decades, provides no excuse for inaction. In my experience, the key challenges of achieving climate targets is the division of responsibility we see on global, national and local level. In the city, the same is true. There are differences inside the administration, between departments and between agencies, which each have their own targets and own responsibility unrelated to climate and their own budget to stick to. This makes it very difficult to coordinate climate measures, which often cross sectoral boundaries. Our solution to this fragmentation was this document, the Oslo Climate Budget, which we put forward for the first time in 2016, the first climate budget as far as we know. A climate budget is a governance tool. It structures and organizes how we can get from climate target policies and words to action and results. It also makes all part of the administration in Oslo a stakeholder to the climate goals. Our climate budget, which is measured in tons of CO2 emission, is fully integrated in the municipal budget. And like the financial budget, the climate budget is the responsibility of the deputy mayor of finance. It presents the expected emission reduction from the adopted climate measures. And it clearly states what has to be done, by whom, when, and the relevant at what necessary budgetary cost. Let me give you one example. In 2022, the City Council decided to invest in a carbon capture and storage facility at the largest waste incineration plant in Oslo. This is the single biggest emission source in Oslo, counting for 17% of the total. This is a measure that has been planned in the climate budget since 2017, and it will be the department of business development and public ownership with its specific skills that will have the responsibility for implementing it. And the carbon will be captured from 2026 and onwards. That's the third lesson learned. A comprehensive government system is key to distribute responsibility and to keep the responsible unity accountable. An important point is that Every agency will have to report on the status of their climate work as a part of the ordinary budget process three times a year. So let me go back to construction. Three years ago, we broke ground on the piloting of the first world first zero emission construction site. The Agency of Urban Environment was uh, transforming a Busy street into a pedestrian zone in the city center of Oslo. They were using powerful machineries to lift and break slabs of asphalt, even though the machinery was so quiet that the next door cafes and restaurants kept their front doors open. Today, 
we have more than 30 such sites. Even though electric construction machinery barely existed prior to this project, this change we made through procurement. In 2017, the city decided to use procurement to drive markets for developing technologies we needed to reach the climate goals. Like in every city, uh, construction is a big emission source. And in Oslo, the municipality accounts for approximately 20% of everything that is being built. Our procurement framework awards companies who can provide zero emission services. In, since 2019, all projects by the municipality has used this as a core tender criterion. This is important for contractors because it creates a predictable demand for zero emission solutions. Other cities in Norway have started using the same kind of criteria. And the result is that the availability of zero emissions machines are increasing every year in Norway. So, fourth lesson, never ever underestimate how much you can change by being a demanding customer. When key strength of markets is their adaptability. And when you play to that strength, it is surprisingly how much you can change in a short time. We plan to gradually introduce requirements for zero emission in all construction sites in the city of Oslo, both private and public, by 2030. The last years, the city's quality of air has improved significantly. Two years, a columnist wrote that the city smells so nice now in the summer. The reason are reduced traffic and the dramatic rise in proportion of electric cars and buses. Sometimes, technology development exceeds our expectations. Ten years ago, few would have forecast the numbers we see today. 82% of all new passenger cars and 36% of new vans have so far in 2022 been zero emission. And I think even better, 30% of new heavy vehicles have so far been biogas or electric. This is very good news because mobility is the biggest emission source in the city, accounting for approximately 50% of our total emissions. Transition to electric mobility has been supported by a wide range of policies. These include tax, national tax exemption and local investment in an effective network of charging points. But procurement has played an important role here too. Everything the municipality buys should be delivered by zero emission transport. This has been, and still is, a gradual process. But if three providers can offer it, zero emission becomes the minimum criteria in the procurement. Everyone probably knows that Norway is an oil and gas rich nation. And many might think that this is the reason why we can invest in climate solutions in Oslo. Well, the reality is that infrastructure for public transport, walking and biking, are 
financed by a system of toll roads. We have a toll ring in Oslo. And to go into that zone, non-electrical vehicles have to pay a high price. And that price will increase with 40% the 1st of January 2024. This has not been easy negotiations. And taxes are always controversial. But this is important incentives to transition away from fossil fuels. Sometimes technology development changed markets very rapidly. Our climate budget had a goal of reaching zero emission public transport by 2028. Thanks to decreased costs and advanced technology, we are now heading for reaching that goal five years early. The city's tram and uh, meters are already electric, and nearly all the ferries are electric. And by the end of 2023, every buses in Oslo will be electric as well. Bus drivers love this development because an electric bus is more pleasant to drive and it creates no noise nor gases. So, fifth lesson learned, don't underestimate how technology changes markets and how fast these changes can happen and how you can incentivize them by using the right kind of policies. Well, we still have a way to go. Our latest climate budget analysis shows that we are up for reaching a reduction with the adaptable measures by 62% by 2030. So we are doing well, but we have to do more. And we need to develop a system, for instance, we need to develop a system for integrating indirect emissions. Emissions produce outside Oslo that is related to the activities and life in the city. But we are working on it. Let me finish by telling you how I move around in the city. I walk. I haven't mentioned two core aspects of urban mobility yet, walking and biking. The city began to, years ago to develop two as a city for walkers and bikers. And that's one of the things that I really love about the city. Thinking of a city this way is about thinking how you organize your everyday life, how where you can buy your groceries, or whether you can go to work, whether your kids can use their bicycle to the sports activities. This is about streets, it's about locations. It is about safe cycling paths and shortcuts for walking and connecting it all to the rest of the city via a clean public transport. The latest Norwegian national survey showed that 37% of all daily trips in Oslo is done by walking. So, despite our very long and cold winter, we have become a city of walkers. And increasingly, if you walk past a construction site in Oslo, you will hear no noise. Of course, unless there is a kindergarten next by. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>